When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Yes, hello and welcome to the National Obsession, a National League podcast. I'm John Cadogan and with me, as ever, and joining us by the magic of internet-based uh, face-calling technology, is Charlie Baker. Hi, Charlie. Yes, yes. Happy Christmas, John. Happy Christmas, one and all. Although this is not the Christmas episode, is it? Because... Um, we were going to do a sort of Christmas thing, but I've had to go be away all week. Yeah. And and I've been in Barcelona working and I couldn't get into the studio. So this is not the Christmas episode. You're going to do like a nice super edit of all the nice bits, aren't you? Yeah. Put some jingle, just put some jingle bells in the background and that constitutes a Christmas episode. <laughs> At some point between Christmas and New Year, we uh, will get exactly. a Christmas special. Now, I, I apologise. Now, John, you told, you told me you've had uh, your Christmas due this week. Uh, yes, I've had sev- I've I've had an incredibly busy social calendar, um, but yes, I've had <laughs> several Christmas dues. Um, Were you drunk on booze at any of these, John? I think that's sort of the law, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's the law not to be. It might explain why I'm actually sat here with, and I don't know if you can hear this. This noise now is me drinking a lemsip. Uh. Um, I'm I'm so I'm so. Uh, Adult. My mind has been addled by. Len- I should be sort of checked into the Betty Ford Clinic or something. I think oh, I'm gosh. so. That's what it is. I, I, I don't know where I am, who I am, who you are, what we're doing. Well, if you, if you, well, you could play up front for talkie. It sounds like if you feel like that. <laughs> I could do, but it does mean <laughs> it does mean that I could probably do a live oh. bike okay. Oh, how I've actually recorded one. I'll play it in a minute for you. Oh, okay. No, I'd like a live one. Well, it wasn't so that good. Can, I can. Oh. I, wasn't it? No, well, well, I don't think so. I can still go deeper. It than was that. good. No, it was good, John. I liked it. I can go even deeper I when it. I when you know very first thing. Yeah. Okay. Very first thing. You can go deeper. I've oh, heard really? that rumor. <laughs> <laughs> it might explain <laughs> our, what's happened to our Twitter uh, followers. Yeah, now, 
we have uh, our Twitter page at NatObsPod. Yeah. And I wonder if any of our proper listeners can help us. Unless, John, we have become very popular with uh, some ladies in lingerie. Maybe. Unless that is the thing. We have become popular with the opposite sex. They Maybe they like what they, they see. They didn't know that they were so into the National League. But anyway, it seems to me we're not being spammed, but we have we've we've gained about sixty followers yeah, in about trolled. two weeks, and they're all called like Candy Marie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they all say want to play, want to come <laughs> see my knickers, that sort of thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Ha- look not, at my bra. They're not, all like that. You're not seeing many of those around, like Morton Hampstead. Um, no, no, but Columbton. I, no, yeah, maybe. Columbton. I don't know. Maybe. I, so I don't know if they're talky fans or pro, they're probably filed fans, AFC filed probably. fans by the sounds of things. Back, big into the coasters. But um, <laughs> I, I'm not saying we need to get rid of them because I suspect that a lot of people who have like a million followers, yeah. a lot of those are like this. But also, I don't know what they're gaining from being <laughs> well yeah <laughs> on <laughs> anyway it's all i don't know how classy they are as well but it's all sprung from when i tweeted hashtag about vincent Durrell, yeah talking united goalkeeper no coincidence this we've got vd yeah which was a cheap a cheap little easy joke there john but why change the habits of <laughs> the last 15 episodes <laughs> so since we've got vd we have had a lot of following of ladies in the uh, lingerie. Yeah, exactly. And, but it has given me some ideas for the wife for Christmas. <laughs> 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 so, uh, no, if anyone can help us with that, I don't yeah, know. If do, any we, do, we need, of... do we need to get rid of it? Do we? I don't know. I don't know. know. Maybe they... we need to start again. But if there's any sort of internet <laughs> experts who can help us uh, they don't sort of disinfect much. our Twitter account, please help. <laughs> they don't retweet much. It's not. No. Anyway, there we are. Uh, but... What a. Yeah, very exciting weekend in the uh, in the FA Trophy. Never oh, thought yeah. you'd never thought you'd say oh. that. Um, I, well, wanna, I mean, look, it was a fairly. I'm going to admit, I've ignored it, John. Yeah, I just I, ignored it. I just I, ignored the whole thing. I have really, but I mean, it was a very bog standard sort of weekend. Nothing much interesting happened. Um, I think Maidstone might have got a result, but I'm not sure. Um, oh. But there were a couple of little, um, I don't know if you call them cup sets at this level. Oh, um, I I'm never, ever calling it a no, cup set. No, not at any level. But East ever. Thurrock from the National League South, they beat Aldershot 4-0. Oh, good. Um, so they gave Aldershot good. a right That's stuffing. Good. A real surprise with, that. But that sounds to me like Aldershot losing in inverted commas yes because they want to concentrate, concentrate on, on the, the league, league. Uh, do people do that do they, do they feel the weakened side i think in the fa trophy definitely is Remember? that what Torquay have been doing well i think <laughs> since, I we've only got one side haven't we since, <laughs> since august <laughs> do you remember when we were down in the uh, in the national league for the first time there was the not only the fa trophy and the fa cup but yeah. there was also the satanta shield Satanta shit, the good old days of Satanta. That, what happened that's to a that? competition. I think Did that went the way of the Satanta. I think that went with. I think Satanta took that to the grave with them. Oh, what a shame. Who's got it? I don't know. Who yeah, won we, it? We should work out who holds it in perpetuity, actually. Okay, I'll look that up while I quickly tell you. Like England winning the Fe- the Fairs Cup or something, didn't we? we, we yeah, still, yeah, yeah. Still own. What were you going to quickly, quickly tell me? Well, I'll quickly me, tell you while the internet is sort of firing up and looking into that. Uh, Workington from the Northern Premier, they beat Hartlepool yeah. Uh, 1-0. Yeah. Uh, which was, Good. again, quite well, that's, impressive. That's, yeah, Hartlepool getting out because they're worried yeah, about their exactly. status. Uh, and the only other upset was Harrogate from the National League North uh, beat Wrexham 2-0 at Wrexham. 
Well, that's not a massive shock because Harrogate are a pretty top side. I mean, last year they had John Paul Pittman. Yes. And what, a, for them. what a success and he's, he's been. And, he, and I think he scored four goals for them. Yeah. And that was deemed enough and a good enough, <laughs> good enough player to sign for Talk United to play up. on the wing and sit on the bench <laughs> and get released at Christmas. Um, I, I can quickly tell you, by the way, who the final winner of the Satanta Shield was. That was uh, AFC Telford. They hold it forever. Telford. Yeah. They hold it forever and that's it. That's it. Never never again, unless Satanta come back. Um, the only other uh, result um, of note, really, uh, and we'll come back to it in, in, I wouldn't say in depth, but we'll mention it again in Torquay Corner, but yeah. Torquay United lost 4-0. Well, actually, no. Would you like um, a couple of celebrities to tell you exactly what happened to Torquay uh, United at the weekend? John, I'd, there's nothing I'd like more, especially as it's Christmas exactly. and everything's like a, cele- a celebrity special. Let's have an FA Trophy celebrity special. All I would warn you is this was the morning after our Christmas party, so I wasn't really thinking straight. <laughs> and are you just being sick between... <laughs> no, but it might explain, somebody, it might explain some of the odd directions it goes down. Anyway, okay. here we go. My name is Michael Cade, and there's not many people know this, but I am a big fan of the National League. I think it's very, very pleasing and satisfying indeed. A very, very good standard of football. I tell you who else likes it. My very good friend, one of the biggest names in British entertainment, and one of the smallest. My very good friend, Roddy Corwood. Well, well, well. Good heavens. What a packed weekend of National League football. You know, I could not believe it. In the FA Trophy, you know, Maidstone knocked out Torquay. Out of the FA Trophy. My word. <laughs> Language to believe. Language. Yeah. I could not believe it. You know. <laughs> it was the one day in the year. You know. Language to believe. You know. My word. It was the one day in the year. You know. I could not believe it. It was the one day in the year when I like carpets were having a sale. You know. <laughs> it, goes, it goes a bit weird at the end. <laughs> well, I, I mean... The Michael Caine is very good. Yeah. The Ronnie Corbett, you were rel- I think you were relying, I think you're quite, I've heard you do, Ronnie, in small bits. Yeah. N- not in schnorbits. <laughs> in small bits, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, be a, that'd be a Christmas film I'd like to see. <laughs> it would be. Ronnie Corbett in schnorbits. <laughs> Ronnie <laughs> Schnorbits. Now, now there's, there's backstage at a panto Sadly, in 1978. We'll never, never make it happen now, but... <laughs> Ronnie, maybe it was Ronnie Corbett in Schnorbits. Maybe. maybe it wasn't actually a real dog. Maybe. And it was... But I know, it was Ronnie Corbett I know what you were going to say by way of a critique, and it's that I think I rely on a few key phrases <laughs> that I just repeat over yes. and over again. Yeah. What you rely on is this. It's a lot of low... <laughs> and a lot of that sort of, that sort of laugh. I said it? to oh, But as ever, John, a yep. lovely effort on the impressions. Thanks very much. And I think one thing we've learned on the National Obsession podcast this year yes. is that you really should keep up your impressions john oh good you obviously enjoy doing them i'm, I'm all about confidence <laughs> and people having a good go at them yeah and you've you obviously enjoy doing them so you just keep it up well thank you i mean look i enjoyed them maybe learn league. maybe learn some people who are like famous post 1985 yeah that's about some possibility maybe, i mean <laughs> i mean maybe have a little go at that for next year i, I enjoy so, the national league but I, I enjoy impressions more. So if this gives right, me an I'm outlet gonna, for I'm my impressions, I'm going to set you someone to do an, learn an impression of. Okay. 
Is that a good idea? Yeah, right. it's a good, very okay. good idea. And then, and then, we, and then in a couple in, in February, you got till February. Okay. To, to get, so let's think of someone relevant now. Oh right. Um, like, can you do Graham Norton, John? Um, not off. The, I actually he used to work in this building. If he was still here, I could sort of study him. Um, no, okay. no, right, I don't like think I can. Work on your, I'd like you to work on your Graham Norton. He just sort of goes, oh, oh no, don't do lot, an impression. Don't do an, don't do it no, now. No, I'll work on it. Will you just go, oh, Graham Norton, and I want Graham Norton in February to report on a match uh, uh, involving Wrexham. Okay, right. I'm going to write this down. Graham Norton. Okay, that's your challenge. You know? Graham so Norton, Wrexham. I think I think this week. There's not a lot of content because I haven't I haven't even looked at the National League. I'm no. just not going to lie to you. I've just been so annoyed with the whole thing. <laughs> well, you've been away as well, haven't you? I've been I've ill been away. or partying I mean, it's and you've been away. It's a strange thing to admit on a podcast about the National League. Um, but I've, you know, I've, I've looked at a few things and we're going to look at a few things. But I have been away. I'll tell you where I've been, John. Yeah. I've been in Barcelona working. Ah. Um, uh, but I changed my. I had my flight changed on Sunday. I was going to be landing at five to eight in the evening. Yeah. I noticed that Barcelona were at home to uh, Deportivo La Coruña. Wow. In very many ways, the talkie United of <laughs> La Liga. <laughs> what, what does that mean? Well, they're by the sea, not yeah. very good. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I asked for my flight to be changed, which the production company very nicely did for me. So I landed at one, yeah. got to my hotel, bought a ticket and won, and went to the match, John. Lovely. And it was absolutely incredible. Wow. It was, in, it, it was amazing. It, I, I have been to a lot of football all over the place, big stadiums, big matches, and I love it. You know, you can tell I love it. That's why I bother doing this with you. Yeah. Um, this was so special. It was unbelievable. The, the stadium's awesome. The way they build up to the match is awesome. The warm-up is awesome. Yeah. I got there, had a, had a little beer outside and a little bit of tapas outside in the road leading up to it. Really drinking it in, John, mm-hmm. you know. But really, like, obviously drinking it. You can do that at Playmore, but go on. Yeah, I know. Right, OK. okay. It's not a pasty in a pint of thatches, is it? I can see where this is going. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was surrounded by a lot of tourists. Yeah. But it's very like Torquay, isn't it? As you can tell, yeah. what I'm saying. But it was brilliant. And to watch that team with Messi and Suarez and Iniesta was just, they are unbelievable. Oh, bad. They are unbelievable, could John. They, that, could they do it on a cold Tuesday night at Damson Park? <laughs> yes, you know, that's yes, the question. Yes, they would be able to do it uh, <laughs> on a cold Tuesday night at Damson Park. And I, I mean, obviously, I still love the goals. Yes, but <laughs> but I, I I mean, can we can we involve Barcelona in the National League? I mean, you are we, podcast. You, we, you are Mescaun comedian, and we are <laughs> Mescaun podcast. So uh, I don't see why not. Can we have can we have like Barcelona corner out once a week? I think we could do, yeah. Because then, because then also tax deductible if we ever want to go again. <laughs> now, <laughs> I, in, in a not in a in a not so obvious gear change, I believe you also wanted to talk about Andy Hessenthaler this yes, week. Yes, now and it's not a man about you... brilliant brilliant little players. <laughs> the national obsession. It's time to focus on Andy Hessenthaler. Andy, one of the Andy great Hessen names Tyler. of English lower league football. 
Andrew Hessenthaler. He has uh, replaced Richard Hill as manager of Eastleigh. Yes, and I saw this. So he didn't come in that long ago, did he, as his no. assistant? And he's well, already usurped him. This is the thing, isn't it? If Andy Hessen, it's like classic Hessenthaler. It's, it's like if you're in EastEnders and you walk in through the props department and you see your character's name spelt out in flowers, <laughs> you know you're for it. And in the same way, if Andy Hessenthaler <laughs> turns up at your club as director of football, dum, 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 tick, tick tock, tick tock. Did you, but top, just just to clarify, top. did you ever see Tim? Uh, what was your character's name? Tim Reynolds. Was he ever bring in back flowers? Tim Reynolds. Hashtag bring, bring back, back Tim Reynolds. Tim, bring back Tim Reynolds. Did you ever see Tim Reynolds? He's never. He's not. He's never actually been killed off, has he? No, just no. disappeared. John. Okay, good. Just, well, just, just disappeared. Yeah, you okay. never know. Well, if they're listening, script writers. Yeah, bring back Tim Reynolds. Bring back Tim maybe Reynolds. we'll be. Um, maybe I'll be running the Vic. But yes, a bit of a point. bit of a departure for <clears> Andy Hessenthaler, who I thought just moved constantly between Gillingham and Dover. Um, yeah, I thought, yeah. Just well, he non-stop. stays southeast, doesn't he? He does yeah. stay southeast. So, so he's moved a, a little one. bit further west. Andrew he- Andrew Hessenthaler, to give him his full name, born 1965 in Dartford, Kent. That's why he just doesn't go out of the... Well, yeah, doesn't exactly. Go out, doesn't go out of the area. He's never flown the nest, does he, really? He did not turn professional until he joined Watford at the age of 26. Okay. That was in 1996. And Hessenthaler joined Gillingham and spent the next 10 years as the club as player and later player manager, managing the club to its highest ever finish in the English Football League system. And he was regarded as a legend of the Kent club. Still got sacked, though. Yes. Then he did a little spell at Barnet. Don't know what happened there. And then he joined Dover Athletic in 2007. But he got them out of the Isthmian League and and then the Isthmian Premier Division. So he got them into into the National League, basically. Yes. And then he became manager of Gillingham for the second time because <laughs> he uh, he didn't like being out of that bit of Kent so much. So yeah. it was a bit far, bit far away from him. He didn't like the travel. <laughs> <laughs> After three years at Dover, he became manager at Gillingham for the second time. But his contract was terminated at the end of 2011-12. And then he returned again. <laughs> Return of Hessenthaler. <laughs> Return, Return of, of the of Hess. The Hess. Yeah. Returned to the club as assistant manager in 2000 for te- taking on a similar role at Leighton Orient. <laughs> director of football at Leighton Orient. <laughs> in 2016, he was appointed manager of the club. Oh, yeah. Yeah, seen that before. He got rid of Kevin Nolan. Kevin Nolan. Yeah. Kevin Nolan will have seen him coming. <laughs> in November, he was appointed manager of Eastleigh after being... That's being uh, assistant manager at Eastleigh. I'm Classic gonna say I wish he was our manager. I'm gonna oh, say that. I don't, oh, I don't know. I don't know, he'd be good. Oh. He'd be good, he'd be good. But I think that's a very good appointment for Eastleigh. Yeah. Let's see. You know, unless he's just lost his mojo. Might be a bit far away from his house. Well that's it. He, he might never find training. <laughs> he seems to like he seems to like the Kent area. If he's not he, in know, Kent I don't think he has the same effect, but we'll see. And that was Focus On, Andy Hessenthaler. The National Obsession. Uh, so it's time for Talky Corner. I can't fly, no. I know you, Sort it out for a sake. 
f***ing rubbish! Run faster, you f***ing <laughs> Referee, you bastard! Are you from f***ing Cornwall? Oh, it's so sweary, that bit, John. Oh, yeah, but didn't, doesn't it feel right this week? <laughs> I mean, Oh, God. I know there was only right. 800 fans there at the weekend, but I imagine there was fans. a lot of that. Probably could have named all of them. <laughs> 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 like an away match. Um, so I've tried to be creative this week in Talkie Corner. Yeah. I was going to write some... I mean, this isn't our Christmas special, is it? I've tried to start writing some Christmas bits and bobs, but just... With my current malaise about how interested I am in the bloody club and how annoying they are, I just ran out of steam very quickly on all. So, I, I mean, I got, oh, little Danny Stevens, <laughs> how still we'd have you back. <laughs> Despite your tiny stature, you got Hargreaves the sack. <laughs> as far as I got. Excuse me. And then... I saw three loans go sailing back, go sailing back, go sailing back. I saw three loans go sailing back. Oh, Josh McCoy can't score for topping. Yeah, that didn't really work. Quite scan at the end, did it? On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Jamie Reed playing in a front three. <laughs> Two Doral gloves, three Frenchmen, but not Guy Canapi. Oh, oh, yeah. You could have had Anne Scott Partridge yeah, in a pear but, tree. But, but anyway, I ran out of love on all of them. P- players don't seem to be bothering. Why am I bothering? Well, that's true. There's a lot of effort. Yeah. But yeah, 4 nil at home to yeah. Maidstone. Yeah, it was load appalling, of bloody rubbish. Oh. Um, bloody, bloody rubbish. Bloody, bloody rubbish. Or, bloody awful. Bloody rubbish. Uh, three lonies all gone back. We're down to Let- about 15 or 16 players for this weekend. Let's bring Robin Stubbs back. <laughs> I mean, at this rate, I think Robin could actually do a job at the tender age of yeah, 70 or whatever he is. Get bloody Robin Stubbs back. He bloody toy. Show you how to bloody do it. But yeah, uh, absolute drivel. Uh, Bateson, get out, Bateson. Bloody Bateson. <laughs> they used to hate Bateson, and what Bateson basically did was keep us in the league. Yeah. Like at all times and and steady the ship. Yes. <laughs> absolutely did an absolutely unbelievable <laughs> job. With every passing day, he's, he's looking more and more like, I don't know, the only... Like, and all anyone ever said was like, oh, bloody Bateson. It's like, well, oh, what? Yeah, Bateson keeping the yeah, club that bloke in the league. Kept going. But yeah, I mean, there's really not much to say about Talking United this week without depressing us at this most festive time of year. So, would you like something that we've been promising to do for a few weeks um, that has taken me quite a substantial amount of time to write. Um, and I'll so be imagine if I said no. I'll be incredibly no. disappointed if you either don't want it or don't like it after I've done it. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is... John, how many times have you said that this Christmas? What? I'll be incredibly disappointed if you don't want it and don't <laughs> like it after I've done it. <laughs> Carry on. Um, Carry on, John. Sadly, I, I mean, I've not been able to give this the full National Obsession production oh. treatment. Due to illness it's like and, a, and a busy social It's like calendar. a shoddy show this week. Like we've chucked it together. Um, Go on, son. And I'm going to have to do it like a live sort of radio play. Uh, oh. Because, yes, ideally I'd have pre-recorded it and given it the full treatment. It's unrecorded. This oh, okay. is all live, my friend, with live okay. music as well. I mean, I mean, not like a live band, okay. but I'm going to have to try and play the music live as well. This could go one of two ways. But Go for it. Are you sitting comfortably? Oh, I am, John. Then we'll begin. This is the tale... Of a Christmas cool. It was a snowy Christmas Eve on the fog bound streets of Torquay. Children laughed and played. Strangers wished each other glad tidings. 
Even the seagulls temporarily stop shitting on people's heads. In all, a perfect festive scene. At the offices of Osborne and Marley, a subsidiary of Gaming International PLC and Riviera Stadium Limited, a local canting house and occasional football club, the company's proprietor and local miser Clark Osborne was buried in his work. He was a tight-fisted hand at the grindstone, hard and sharp as flint, and solitary as an oyster. The colder than him froze his old features, nipped his pointed nose, shriveled his cheek. He carried his own low temperature without about with him. Oh, and didn't. <laughs> it's going to be hard to edit that out. He carried his own low temperature with him and didn't thaw it one degree at Christmas. The only other left in the building, as the hour of shutting up approached, was a young coach called Gary Hours. He snuffed out the candle at his desk and gingerly approached, approached his boss. There's another. Without looking up from his work, <laughs> Osborne barked. You'll be wanting tomorrow off, I suppose. If convenient, sir, Hours replied. Oh. It's not convenient and it's not fair. Be here all the earlier next morning. Oh. Of course I will, Aris replied. We're playing Eastly. Football, humbug, grunted Osborne. Don't you mean Christmas, humbug, inquired Aris. Yes, of course, Christmas, Osborne quickly corrected. Osborne stepped out into the snow and on his way home walked past the local alehouse, the Weatherspoons at the bottom of Fleet Street just next to the harbour. And through the window he could see the people inside drinking, being merry, vomiting in the street and attacking the doormen and generally enjoying the spirit of the season. Humbug, he thought, and to be fair on that one, he may have a point. That night, sound asleep, Osborne was awoken by a terrible apparition at the bottom of his bed. He recognised it immediately, as former talkie manager and occasional team bus driver Kevin Nicholson. Osborne had sacked him but six months ago, yet here he was, pale, gaunt, and undeniably 100% more translucent than when Osborne had seen him last. <laughs> Kevin, is it you? What has become of you? I'm the ghost of Torquay past and come here tonight to warn you that you yet have a chance of redemption, warned Nicholson, and the music's run out. Uh. Come, he continued, beckoning towards Osborne. The minibus is waiting outside and I'm double parked. Trembling, Osborne followed the ghastly spectre, clambering aboard the front seats of the clapped out Leyland Daff. <laughs> this is so long. <laughs> Really long, John. Carry on. Very good, though. Carry Nichols on. Nicholson put his foot on Maybe his... you could do it in two halves. God. <laughs> it didn't feel this long when I wrote it. Nicholson no, put on. his foot on the accelerator, and at once... I mean, I'm, I'm going to say as well, we're only on the oh, ghost of Christmas past. It speeds up from here, I'm sure. Oh, I'm right, sure okay. it does. It must do. <laughs> and at once... Nicholson put his foot on the accelerator, and at once the ghoulish bus was transported to the slow lane of the M6. Travelling at 37 miles an hour, Osborne looked behind him. The rear of the bus was now filled by the Torquay United squad. Oh. There was Jake Gosling, complaining loudly about a cramp <laughs> in his calf. Sean McGinty with his head tightly squashed in against the roof. And assistant manager Robbie Herrera, repeatedly asking if they could pull in at Donington Services as he'd been hearing <laughs> good things about the recently renovated harvester there. It is a good services, Donington <laughs> Services. Carry on, as Robbie's well, got a point. He always had been a bit odd to be fair for Osborne. Osborne turned back around to Nicholson as the minibus was overtaken by a fully laden highways agency gritting lorry and an elderly couple in a Hyundai pulling a caravan. We set off 12 hours ago and we're not even halfway to Gateshead yet. Is this any way to run a professional football club? Nicholson bellowed over the deafening roar of the 1995 LDV van as it struggled on northwards. Finding it pointless to try and say any more over the apocalyptic racket of the engine, Nicholson clicked his fingers and at once the bus was back outside Osborne's house. Walking back inside, Nicholson said, So you see, this is what I was battling against. 
you will be haunted by two more spirits. Without their visits, you cannot hope to shun the path you are on. Christ, this is going on forever. Yes, I mean, we're only on Ghost One, John. I'm going to try and self-edit as we go here. This is like an Edinburgh show when you go and it's called 12 Things I Did <laughs> Last Year, right? And then you're two in and the show's rubbish. Oh, no. oh, there's 10 more, ten more of these. As Osborne closed the front door, he observed the ghostly Nicholson from his front window as he clambered back into the bus, repeatedly attempt to start it, thump the steering wheel and eventually get out, slam the door and walk off down the road, flicking at the Vs. As the old miser climbed back into bed, a light flashed up in his room in an instant and the curtains of his bed were drawn aside by a hand. A pair of long, knee-length lee- oh oh, knee football socks became visible as the curtains moved back followed by some football shorts and a tracksuit top with the initials MK on it. It was unquestionably Martin Cool. Oh. I am the ghost of Torquay Present, he said. Look upon me. No, you're not. You're Martin Cool, Osborne report, retorted. For fuck's sake, just play along, Cool replied. You have never seen oh. the likes of me before, exclaimed the spirit slash Martin Cool. Spirit Martin, said Osborne. Conduct me where you will. If you have anything to teach me, let me profit by it. And a bloody music's run out again. <laughs> You've got to keep all this in. <laughs> Touch my socks, said Cool. Call this section. It's not as easy as it <laughs> Touch my socks, said Cool. Scrooge did as he was told and held them fast. Immediately they were transported from Osborne's palatial lodgings to a shabby and run-down looking cottage. The spirit, slash Martin Cool, beckoned Osborne over to the front windows. Looking in, Osborne saw a family, two children and their mother, decorating a rather sad-looking tree in a sparsely decorated front room. Where has your father got to, muttered the mother. Osborne noticed a man over his shoulder entering through the front door. It was his coach, Gary Hours. Father's here, exclaimed the children, running over to hug him. Sorry I'm late, everyone. Your father got kept late at work on a Christmas Eve because his boss is a f***ing twat. A third child appeared, hobbling through the door. Father, he croaked. How are we, jaunty Josh? Who's that, asked Osborne. It's jaunty Josh Gowling, explained the spirit, uh. slash Martin Cool. He's Gary Hour's happy but perpetually injured little boy. Osborne looked back towards Jaunty Josh. I don't know if I shall make Boxing Day at this rate, father, said the boy, coughing and spluttering. Dinner you worry, Jaunty Josh. We'll get through somehow, even if it means signing a slightly iffy bloke from Iceland. They carried on watching a little while longer, the family enjoying what little they had, until at last their meagre dinner was done and served. A Merry Christmas to all, my dears. God. Are we still on present? Are we still on yeah, we're still present, on present. <laughs> God bless us, everyone, said Jaunty oh, I mean, Josh. Should we finish this next Christmas? <laughs> God bless us, everyone, said Jaunty Josh, before getting up to reach for the bread sauce and spraining his ankle in the process. The spirit, slash Martin Cool, touched Osborne on the arm and they were transported back to his bedroom. Looking around, Osborne saw that Cool was gone. Getting up to peer out of his front window and now beginning to seriously shit himself, Osborne beheld a solemn phantom, draped and hooded. What the hell is that? What was that? Sorry, the door opened, sorry, the door opened, sorry. <laughs> sorry, carry on. You ruined the mood. Oh, Os- sorry, John. Osborne beheld a solemn you, phantom. You're doing, you're doing quite a good job of yourself. Carry on. <laughs> Osborne beheld a solemn phantom, draped and hooded, coming like a mist along the ground towards him. Then the phantom tripped, got up, turned round and appealed to a non-existent referee before carrying on only to trip again and repeat the whole performance again. My God, whispered Osborne, it's Elliot Benyon. 
Benyon walked through the door only to trip and fall again, <laughs> protesting to a linesman who the, wasn't the there. The ghost of Christmas future is Elliot Benyon. I am. Am I in the presence <laughs> of the ghost of Talkie yet to come? Inquired Osborne. Oh no. Benyon answered not, but pointed onwards with his hand. You are about to show me shadows of the things that have not happened, but will happen before us, Osborne pursued. Is that so? Benyon inclined his head. Taking Osborne's hand, Benyon led him out of the house, only going down once briefly after, feeling sure he'd felt contact from a defender. The next, <laughs> the next instant, they are outside Playmore, a builder driving a bulldozer up to the family stand. A TV newscaster stood doing a piece to the camera. <laughs> Things started to go bad from bad to worse when Clark Osborne employed Elliot Benyon as manager, he was saying. After their drop into the Southwest Peninsula League. Tully, surely Tully. <laughs> Tully, or, Tully or Kevin Hill, surely. <laughs> with, Carry on. With only Paul Barcel and Dave Thomas still turning up to watch games anymore, Osborne decided to pull the plug. On the plus side, Torquay will now gain 500 new Barrett homes where Playmore once stood. Oh. Benyon touched Osborne's arm and pointed to a solitary figure in the distance. Osborne realised it was Franco Farrell, Torquay's <laughs> legendary former manager. Now well into his 90s, he stood watching the bulldozer and shed a solitary tear. Leroy Rossini appeared behind O'Farrell, ish offering Leroy. a tissue. Himself, oh God, I can't be bothered to read that bit, it's rubbish. <laughs> At this point, Osborne could take no more. I know how he feels. Spirits, he cried, hear me, I'm not the man I was. I will honour Christmas and Torquay in my heart. I will live in the past, the present and the future. Holding his hands in a last prayer to have his fate reversed, he saw an alteration in the phantom's hood and dress. It shrunk, collapsed, and dwindled down into a bedpost. At first, he wasn't sure whether it was just Benyon going down a bit easily. But yes, the bedpost was his own. The bed was his own. The room was his own. I don't know what to do, cried Osborne. I'm as light as a feather, as happy as an angel. Merry Christmas to everybody. A happy new year. Running to the window, he opened it and put out his head. You there, he shouted to a boy. What is today? Ah, f*** off, the boy replied. Sadly, Osborne had chanced upon one of Torquay's many mentalists. Spying another boy, he yelled again. You there, what's today, my fine fellow? Today? Why, it's Christmas Day, he replied. Dressing himself in his finest, he ran out onto the streets and immediately set off for Gary Hour's house. Knocking on the door, he couldn't wait to wish him the compliments of the season. <laughs> Opening the door, Hours did a double take. Trembling, he began to speak, but before he could, Osborne burst oh. out. A Merry Christmas, Gary. A Merrier Christmas, my good fellow, than I have given you for many a year. I'll raise your salary and endeavour to assist your struggling players. Now go out there and buy the biggest striker in town. I will, beamed Hours, but the transfer window isn't open yet and we can't <laughs> afford Peter Crouch. Point taken, said Osborne. And so, he continued, as Jaunty Josh observed earlier, God bless us, everyone. Oh. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I mean, John, well, well, A. Christ. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's, it's, it's um, <laughs> I mean, you've put in a lot of effort there, John. It was beautifully done. Was it worth it? It's quite oh, quite long, God. though, wasn't it? Oh. Quite long. Oh, I Jesus. think we should have done was, I mean... Perhaps should have sent it to me first. Yeah. <laughs> for an edit. For an edit. Maybe. Because you always need someone else to edit your work. Could have done with a second pair of eyes. I think. But a bit of good news. That has managed to get rid of all those porn bots. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've just looked. Yeah. I've just there. looked. You've chased all those lovely women off. <laughs> and perhaps that could just be bonus content, that bit. What do you mean? <laughs> That's... 
<laughs> That's not getting edited out now. People oh. can pay for that bit. You know how people do that? They go, you can pay Premium for... Premium content, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we are. Happy Christmas. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I've got a, another delivery coming in. Hold on, it's Christmas, isn't it? Hello, mate. Thank you very much. Perfect. Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> Keep that bit in. You should have said, God bless us, everyone. God yeah. bless us, everyone. Um, uh, let's. Uh, so next week on the National Obsession, we will have uh, uh, like an edited best bits of the year. And then yeah. after that, we'll try and um, hook up after that, John. I'm going to try and get to the Boreham Wood game. Oh, lovely. Well, I might. On the, thir- well. on the 30th. So maybe we'll meet each other there and do one of our live specials. Yep. And, uh, but have a great Christmas, mate. Thanks, mate. And uh, to you uh, and to all our uh, valued and, and listeners. Happy, happy Christmas to all our listeners. Thank you so much. But we, we're loving doing it. And uh, we hope you're enjoying it too. And we look forward to the rest of the season. And uh, hopefully talk, you know, it's great survival fight. We can do it. We can stay up. But uh, to all the clubs of the National League, we also wish you a very Merry Christmas. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.